mean a good story that just intrigues you. Maybe it's something that you've read in a book and in an old fable. Maybe it's part of a movie that it just drew you in. It typically had to do with something that uh, didn't necessarily all the time add up. And this is how we get good stories. You, I think of uh, the, 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 the hero going to save his princess in the top of the castle, and he had to fight the fire-breathing dragon. And if it weren't for that fire-breathing dragon, the story would be not that great. And so, so obviously, we're familiar with a good story, even a good myth, uh, or whether it's true or not. There's a lot of things in our world today, and really throughout the whole of history, that we don't know if they're real or we don't know if they're fake, but we all know this, that it makes a good, what, story. That's what we're going to talk about today. You guys are asking some questions about uh, two actually different questions that we're going to combine into one, so to speak, kind of, and you asked about dragons. Are dragons real? What is the, does the Bible have anything to say about dragons? Well, depending on what Bible translation you read, you will see the word dragon even used in the Bible. And so we need to look outside of the Bible for just a minute, and then we'll go back to what the Bible says. But if you look in just about every culture that has ever lived uh, on the face of the earth, there's some kind of dragon legend. Whether they believe it to be like a dinosaur, whether they believe that to be some kind of sea creature, or even a fire-breathing dragon that we, we see a lot in, in folklore uh, today in movies and TV and all that. But where did that come from? How is it that all across the globe, people have these stories of these large, scary <laughs> creatures? And then we read in the Bible uh, that uh, well, Psalm 148, if you have a King James version of the Bible, it says that the dragons sing the praises of God. Uh, in, in a more modern translation, it, it doesn't say dragon, it says sea monster or sea creature. So wait a minute. Okay, this, could, this, this gets a little, a little weird. Uh, what, what, what's, he ta- what, what's, what's the Bible talking about here? Dragons, sea creatures, sea monsters. And then we go to Job 40. He talks about a creature called behemoth. Some Bible translations will translate behemoth as uh, hippopotamus or, or rhino or something like that. But the way that it talks about it, and if you, you, you can look there for yourself if you want, Job 40, verse 15 to 24, a lot of good Bible scholars will say, man, that sounds a lot like a dinosaur, what we would call a dinosaur. Now, the word dinosaur didn't come into the dictionary until around in the 1800s. So, we, um, we didn't have the word, obviously, in Bible times to write that. And so the word we have is behemoth, some large, and in the context, plant-eating creature that is huge. And the picture there is drawing that God is in control of this creature. Uh, then we see in other places there's a dragon. There's a, is that a dinosaur too? Is, is a dragon an ancient um, folklore and myths? Is that a dinosaur? Well, we know that we don't have dinosaurs today. That's, that's basic knowledge. They, they've gone extinct. Was a dragon a dinosaur? Who knows? Well, then you go to Job 41, and there's another creature called Leviathan. He's also 
mentioned in Isaiah 27.1 and Isaiah 51.9. And some Bible translations will translate as, as the dragon and then talk about him having fire come from his nostrils. No, I'm not very smart and I'm not going to want to jump to conclusions very quickly, but man, that kind of sounds like a fire-breathing <laughs> dragon. And so the Bible talks about these great creatures that lived long ago. We know just from understanding this, that these big dinosaur-type creatures have, have all gone extinct. Uh, but we don't know what's the dragon, what's the sea monster, what's the sea creature. But what we do know about this is that all of it was created by God, and all of it submits to God's authority, whether it has gone extinct or whether it's something that we have today as simple as a whale or uh, an alligator or, 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 or a rhinoceros or a hippopotamus or something, something like that. Uh, those are options, but hey, it, it's not out of the possibility that there have been dragons before that have gone extinct, and God could have definitely done that. He created all the creatures in their vast array. We just don't know, but it is fun to think about, and, and, and not just to think about, but just to think of the, the marvelous mystery of the creative mind of our, of our God, that he would think of something like that and then create something like that. And then, as the point of Job uh, 38 to 41 is that, that he is in control of that, and he is sovereign even over those creatures. And so to move to something a little more contemporary about myths, aliens. Ooh, man, if you have watched the news in the last month or so, or been to Roswell, New Mexico. I went to Roswell, New Mexico, and I was a little kid driving through New Mexico, and I went into the Walmart, and the Walmart was all alien-themed. And I was, I was tripped out, man. I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea about Area 51 or the Roswell alien sightings and landings and all that stuff. And, man, that was really intriguing, but at the same time kind of mysterious. Uh, and, and people have profited off of aliens and, and wondering if there's life on other planets. What does the Bible say about life on other planets? I'll tell you this, not a thing. The Bible speaks of God creating the heavens and the earth. That includes space and all the other planets, all the other stars in the sky. And so we know this, if there is life on other planets, God created them. Okay, that doesn't help me out. You gave me another if. We're going to get a little deeper here. If God created other beings in other places, in other galaxies, who are they? Can they communicate with us? Can they show up here? And here, what about, what about how Congress is, is saying, or maybe even the government has allegedly confirmed that, yeah, we, we found these UFOs, unidentifying, unidentified flying objects that have crashed, and uh, we find, found the remains of the pilot, and they're not human. That's all we can say about that. Well, that lives a whole lot of mystery and a whole lot of uh, wanting to know, hey, what, what does that mean? What about all of the countless alien supposed sightings or UFOs that, uh, that, that happen? What is all that about? Is there life on other planets? Is there life out there other than us? Well, we know that God created mankind. God created all the life on this earth. We know that God also created angels. We know that God created angels uh, good, 
just as all of his creation was good and perfect and pleasing. But with a third of those angels, they rebelled against God. And they are known as fallen angels or demons. A possibility is this. Are these alien sightings, these, these uh, unidentified living things that people are seeing, are these aliens? Are, some people will even go, to, go as far to say that they are demons. These are fallen angels that we know from the book of Job that Satan himself goes back from heaven uh, to God's throne and then comes to the earth. And he reports to God and he is going back and forth. And uh, The New Testament said that he is uh, roaming the earth like a lion seeking whom he may devour. Um, could there be extraterrestrial beings? I, I don't really know that. Are there, is there a real spiritual world that sometimes is even brought into realities absolutely uh the book of daniel there daniel is praying he's praying to god and he and then an and the angel michael comes to him and says sorry I, I was at war with another king what what in the world is that all about so much mystery there uh you could say an alien sighting it's definitely some kind of spiritual battle that's going on we know that's going on right now there's an unseen realm that we don't see or know much about uh, that that uh is happening uh is there crossover i don't know uh, the bible doesn't really give us much information about that because we really don't need that information but we can know this is for sure if there's life on other planets moving back to the idea of the little green men if there's life on other planets and I, I personally don't think there is. I don't think there's life on other planets because the life that was brought to this earth that was made in God's image was mankind. Mankind fell. Mankind rebelled against God and deserved his just punishment. And so God, to redeem mankind, took on the flesh of mankind to die in the place of mankind to save them. God didn't take on alien flesh to die for aliens. He came and died as truly God and truly man to forgive and save mankind, his crown jewel of his creation from their sin to bring us to him. So there's a lot of mystery, a lot of myth, a lot of things we just can't answer for certain, but man, aren't they just fun <laughs> to think about? So keep thinking about these things. Uh, I, and I know I didn't give you exactly the perfect answer, but man, oh man, if somebody can tell you for sure what all this is, uh, I don't know. I don't know that you could trust that person because you just can't say de definitively. And I, I will say this about going back to the dragons: if you have a chance to uh, visit the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum in, in Kentucky, they've got a whole exhibit, and it kind of blew, blew me away that, whoa, this is, this is crazy. They have this whole hallway and exhibit talking about uh, dragons and all of, all of the scriptures that, that seem to speak of dragons and all of the historical lore that has gone on surrounding dragons. And so that's super cool. If you have an opportunity to go there, uh, take it. And if you've been there, you'll remember exactly what I'm talking about because it just catches your eye as soon as you walk in the building. So, uh, hey, keep asking questions, and uh, we'll get the answers the best that we can. And sometimes we just have to fold them on a lot of issues and say, this is the best thing we know, 
And so uh, take with it <laughs> what you may. Uh, but the most, most important thing is, is, is that we should serve God here. We know the clear things that are clear, that are clearly revealed in Scripture. And so we live by those. We live for the one who gave those truths to us and ultimately who died for us so that we can live by the truth. So love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you Sunday.